Hello to everybody tuning in to this brand new podcast. This is Lights, Camera, Sirens, and I'm your host. I am bringing you every aspect of police work. We will go from cases to research on police procedures, forensic work, linguistics, interrogation processes, psychology, etc. We will eventually stay on top of every aspect we can, and if I have not covered something yet, simply let me know on Twitter at Lights Cam Sirens. Again, that is L-I-G-H-T-S-C-A-M-S-I-R-E-N-S. So to start off, my name is Michael, and I enjoy almost every science that goes into police work. I am a future police officer with hopes of becoming a detective. My goal with this very podcast is to research, learn, and teach all at the same time. So if you are interested in lights, camera, sirens, let's dive right into the first case, which is going to be a little short, but it is right here in my home state, Indiana, and it has recent activity. So let's begin. According to a police affidavit, Detective Adam Clark and Detective Sean Ford met with Officer Daniel of the Hammond Police Department and Sergeant Michael Donnell at the Motel 6 in Hammond, Indiana at 9.27 p.m. on October 17, 2014. The detectives were told that the officer and sergeant found the body of a young woman in a bathtub in one of the rooms in the motel. When the detectives entered the room, they found what appeared to be a broken fingernail on the floor a light-colored button from a shirt, and a torn condom wrapper. The beds were moved away from the headboards, which suggested a possible struggle. They also spotted a white purse, clothing, and personal contents in the room. They say the young woman's body lay naked in the bathtub, and she appeared to have a black piece of clothing covering her arms and around her neck. Red marks were visible on her neck, suggesting she was strangled with something. In the bathroom, they also located a pillow beside the toilet, which appeared to have blood on it. EMS personnel from Hammond Fire Department pronounced the young woman dead at the scene. The officers then directed the detectives of Shamika Cunningham and her friend as the persons who discovered the young woman's body. This young woman's name was Africa Hardy from Elgin, Illinois. Miss Hardy was only 19 years old when her body was found in the bathtub of the Motel 6 in Hammond, Indiana. So that is super young for somebody to, to A, just die like that, and B, is super young for her to get into stuff that we are about to talk about in just a second. Um, She was only 19 and away from home that far away. Um, Anyways, back to the case. So according to the same police affidavit, Detective Sean Ford spoke with Shamika Cunningham, whom stated that her and her friend, Africa Hardy, and another woman friend started an escort service on Backpage.com, which, for any who doesn't know, is a very popular site for prostitutes and their clients to link up. 
So anyways, Cunningham stated that they would post ads for Africa Hardy and under the alias Octavia and Miss Younging. Cunningham said that they would use hotels in the Hammond, Indiana and Laisling, Illinois area to conduct the business. She said that she and Africa had checked into this particular room in the Motel 6 in Hammond between 2 p.m. and 2.30 p.m. on October 17, 2014. Cunningham stayed there for about 15 to 20 minutes and then left when Hardy used the room for clients. Hardy was contacted by a name using the alias Big Boy Appetite on October 16, 2014 for an escort call, but the man couldn't find a babysitter. On October 17th, the man called again and wanted to meet. Cunningham said that Hardy texted her saying that Big Boy Appetite was at the room at 5.13 p.m. Miss Cunningham tried calling Hardy approximately five to eight times after the man arrived at the room. She said that Hardy went over the normal time for such an appointment, so she texted Hardy and received a response that did not make sense to her. She had the belief that the man was sending the text off of Hardy's phone. Cunningham proceeded to call Hardy to no prevail. She then called her friend and met with him. They then went to the room that Hardy has checked into and then once they were inside, they found Hardy's body in the bathtub with the water from the shower still running. Cunningham stated that she ran away from the body and called 911. Meanwhile, she said, her friend checked for a pulse and shook the body. Hardy's phone was not at the scene. So using the video surveillance, Detective Ford discovered a black male subject getting in and out of a dark colored sports utility vehicle. The male and the vehicle was later identified as Darren Dion Van and a newer model Jeep, which was actually registered to a Regina Beard. After a search warrant and an arrest of Van, the Jeep was towed and a search warrant was obtained for the vehicle. However, diving into Van's past shows that this is not the first time he has been in the police eye. According to Gary Indiana Police Affidavit, in 2004, he was charged with residential entry and intimidation in an incident in which he allegedly threatened to set himself on fire. According to a court file from a sex conviction in Texas, Van arranged to meet a 25-year-old woman and attacked her in December of 2007. Police say he tripped her and then began to strangle her. When he found her body go limp, he proceeded to rape her. Van was convicted of the sexual assault in September of 2009 and sent to prison for five years. After release, Van moved back to his home state of Indiana in 2013. However, going back into the case at hand, the police recovered these items from the Jeep. A white glove, a key to the Jeep, an Indiana sex offender registry, sheet in the name of Darren Van, a gray puffy jacket, and a dark colored hooded sweatshirt which looked very similar to the clothing worn by the same black male subject in Detective Ford's video surveillance. A black hooded sweatshirt which contained packages of condoms which were the same brand and style as the condom wrapper found in the Motel 6 room. 
finally an HTC cell phone similar to the description of the phone which Shamika Cunningham said belonged to her friend Africa Hardy. A shirt was also collected from Van's person which was missing a button and Detective Ford and his team observed that the remaining buttons on the shirt appeared to be the same style and color as the one button found on the floor of the Motel 6 room. After advising him of his rights, Van waived them. Van admitted to a number of things that placed him in the Jeep and the crime scene. He also admitted to having rough sex with Octavia, which remember was Miss Hardy, when she started to fight him. He strangled her with his bare hands first, then with a cord. Detective Ford and another detective interviewed Van separately and showed him numerous photographs of numerous articles of clothing which he confirmed was his. A photograph of the cell phone which Van also confirmed was Hardy's. A photograph of the condoms which Van confirmed was the condoms he took after the murder. A photograph of the white gloves which he confirmed was the gloves he was wearing during the murder. And lastly a photograph of the brown extension cord that was found by Hardy's cell phone which Van confirmed was the murder weapon. So now we have a suspect, a murder weapon, a means, and the motive. So now Van has been charged for murder of Africa Hardy on Monday, October 19th in 2014. After his arrest, Van led police to the bodies of six other women at abandoned houses in Gary, Indiana. Police states that based off of some statements they got that Van could have other victims dating back as far as 20 years. On October 18, 2014, at 11.20 p.m., the body of Miss Jones, 35, of Moorville was found. She was reported missing on October 8th. Early October 19, 2014, the body of Tierra Beatty of Gary, Indiana, was found in an abandoned home in Gary. Another victim that was unidentified at the time was also found. On the evening of October 19, 2014, the body of Christine Williams, 26 years old, was found. And then just mere hours later, two more unidentified bodies were found. Since then, articles have came up, and these three unidentified bodies were later identified as Tracy Martin, 41, Sonia Billingsley, 53, Tanya Gatlin, 27. In 2018, Van waived his right to appear in his own sentencing hearing in court under a plea agreement. Judge Samuel Kappas sentenced the 47-year-old to seven concurrent life sentences without parole. Under the plea agreement, however, Van avoids the death penalty. So is that right? He is in prison for life. No chance of parole. But he avoids the death penalty. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know if you guys think it's right. If it's not, what's up to you? Anyways, in 2014, Mayor Freeman Willis of Gary, Indiana, states that there was 10,000 plus abandoned buildings in Gary, Indiana. 
That's a lot. Somebody should tell them of the broken window theory. Anyways, the mayor has now decided to tear down these buildings and put memorials for the victims there. That is, buildings that these victims were murdered, were dumped. The mayor is quoted in saying, We know we can never bring back their loved ones. It's the least that the city can do, however. We hope it provides a sense of comfort to them so they know we are not ignoring or forgetting the loss their families have suffered. And that's a nice gesture from the mayor. The city will work with the victims' families to create memorial gardens at the properties. Gary Sanitary District and Stormwater Management will provide the $47,600 needed to tear down the homes. That's a good way to use the land that was a dumping ground for such a gruesome man. And also a good place to end on this episode's case. So again, anything about the case, anything you'd like me to go over, please tweet me at lights cam sirens. Again, that's L-I-G-H-T-S. C-A-M-S-I-R-E-N-S. I do thank you guys. But before we leave, I would like to apologize for such a short first episode. But I promise the other ones will be longer. And I would also like to have a moment of silence for Miss Hardy, Miss Jones, Miss Beatty, Miss Williams, Miss Morton, Miss Billingsley, and Miss Gatlin. So let's have a moment of silence. Alrighty, thank you all for listening, and we'll be back with the next one, and I hope to see you there.